Welcome to Life Uplifted, a podcast for joy-seeking humans who want to feel more energized and empowered in their lives. In this space, you will receive insights, knowledge, and inspiration to guide you to becoming your healthiest and most uplifted self in body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Lauren Venosta. I'm also a mother, entrepreneur, clinical nutritionist, chef, writer, and I believe in uplifting others. It's time to reclaim your energy and well-being because you're not here to feel depleted. You're here to live a life uplifted. The author Brianna Weiss said, the deepest form of self-care is building a life you are in love with. And that is often a very unbeautiful thing. It means making a spreadsheet of your debt and enforcing a morning routine and cooking yourself healthy meals and no longer just running from your problems and calling the distraction a solution. It means looking your failures and disappointments square in the eye and re-strategizing. It is not satiating your immediate desires. It is letting go. It is choosing new. It is disappointing some people. It is making sacrifices for others. It is living in a way that other people won't, so maybe you can live in a way that other people can't. It is becoming the person you know you want and are meant to be. Someone who knows that salt baths and chocolate cake are ways to enjoy life, not escape from it. I love that quote. It's exactly how I view my own self-care. It is not always enjoyable. Real self-care that makes a true difference in yourself and your life requires looking at your habits and yourself openly and honestly, even your darkest spaces, because self-sabotage is why we aren't living the life we want. It's not because we aren't capable, because we are more than capable and completely powerful if we just get out of our own way. A few years ago, when I was 28, I finally stopped living for everyone else and focused purely on myself. At this time, I had just come out of a month-long healing journey in complete solitude and then ended a long-term relationship that was about to enter into a lifelong commitment, like a ring and everything. I was with this person for three years and one day just realized, like, this isn't it. There's something missing. And part of that was I think I never truly felt like I had time in my life to just be myself and have freedom. I spent a lot of my life pleasing other people and denying my truths. So when I thought about getting married, it made me take a deep look at, is this truly what I want? And is this what I need? Am I ready? And the answer was no. After that, I dove deep into what I called self-care at the time. It was a beautiful mess, honestly. I lived alone, I was newly single, and for the first time in my life, I had no one I needed to answer to. This led to me doing whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and it included a lot of messy things. I stayed up too late, I drank too much, I spent too much money, I was just treating myself in every way, but it was ultimately self-sabotage for the growth I was meant to have at that time. And this all came to a halt when I became pregnant unexpectedly. Now looking back at it, I think that is what I needed to take me out of the path I was on. Sometimes our life works out in ways that we don't understand at the time until we are out of the thick of it and can look back with a clear mind. And I think self-care looks different in each stage of life, but if there's anything in your life that isn't moving you towards the person you want to be or the life you want to have, then get rid of it. That's real self-care. The tough decisions, the discipline, the self-awareness. Today, my self-care looks so different than it ever has. I wake up early, even when I was multiple, up multiple times that night with my toddler. 
Because waking up early allows me to center myself and make green juice to set my day up for success. I I could say sleeping in is self-care, and it is at times, but waking up once my daughter starts crying is the most stressful way to start a day. My self-care is also what I listen to and what I watch, who I surround myself with, and who I trust with my dreams and ideas. It's not blindly spending money on materialistic things that have no meaning beyond this life. And it's also taking a deep look at how I treat others and how I show up for my clients. Not only that, but self-care is holding myself accountable and realize when I am being a toxic person to someone else. And also reducing my time with people who make me feel less than. It's cooking a healthy dinner when it would be so much easier to get takeout because I know I will feel better with real nutrition. So what does self-care mean to you? Is self-care even a part of your vocabulary or do you always put yourself last? I've been there, and it really helps no one. Taking care of yourself first is the real way to show up as your best self for everyone else. I truly believe that your self-care must encompass all areas of yourself, mind, body, and soul. So look into each of these areas and choose things that are going to truly bring positivity and growth to your life. Self-care can be one small thing per day. It doesn't have to feel like another overwhelming part of your to-do list. These are some things I do every day to fill up my cup in each area. Let's start with the mind. Reading. Reading something positive, encouraging, or uplifting. Podcasts that are educational that help me learn something that motivate me. Gratitude lists. Writing down three things I'm thankful for every day. Visualizations. Visualizing my highest and best self and then showing up as her. And brain dumping my to-dos for the day or for the week to just get it out of my mind and get it on paper. The less clutter in my brain, the better my day flows. All right, now the body. Lemon water, green juice, smoothie, and some energy-boosting B12. Those four things really set me up, and I feel like I'm honoring my body and showing up as my healthiest self. Okay, the soul. Prayer. I talk to God that's just what I do. That lifts me up. That is the ultimate self-care for me. Affirmations. I tell myself what I believe I am and what I want to be. And then journaling. I release anything negative that I'm feeling so I don't hold on to it and it doesn't impact me. These are just some of my daily self-care items and other self-care doesn't happen every day, but more like weekly or monthly or ongoing if you're healing from something. Yearly on my birthdays, I take a look at my life and see what went well and what didn't, what areas I grew and what areas I still need growth. Self-care is ongoing. It doesn't have a start and end date. So I encourage you after this episode to sit down and really take an honest look at your days and your habits and see what you can incorporate into your life to really uplift yourself, to live a life where you feel good and inspired as often as possible. Sometimes it'll be hard things, sometimes it'll be really fun things, but no matter what, when you're working towards a greater version of you, that's something to celebrate, and that is how you uplift your self-care. All right, friend, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life Uplifted. Hop over to the show notes for products and resources mentioned in this episode. Please leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and share this episode with anyone in your life who would benefit from this information. If you'd like to connect over on Instagram, you can find me at Total Body Nourishment. Until next time, friend, cheers to living a life uplifted. Mm-hmm.